it's as close to time travel as we're going to get. This Week in Music History with Marty Miller. Hello there, I hope you're good. I have got some great, great audio to share with you this week. Some really fab stuff from the Fab Four, indeed. We'll be going all the way back to 1964 for that in a few minutes, when how many people turned up on the streets to welcome them where? In 2005, this week, Pink Floyd reunited with Roger Waters, and in 1972, what was the basis for Ziggy Stardust? We are looking at the week of June 12th until 16th in music history. Let's do it. This week in music history. A week in less than 10 minutes. So 1964, the Beatles arrive into Adelaide, Australia. They are greeted by 250,000 estimated fans. The biggest welcome the Beatles would ever, ever see. They lined a 10-mile route. So the guts of, what, 17 kilometres from the airport into the city centre. From that time, this is great audio. The situation in the town hall balcony, it's absolutely magnificent. Can we have a little quiet, please? Would you like the boys to talk to you and say a few words if it's possible? A police officer said here a moment there'd be at least 30,000 people in front of the town hall area. This is something that's never been seen in Adelaide before, it's absolutely magnificent. Can we have a little bit of quiet, please, and we can talk to each one? It was this week in 2005 that Pink Floyd announced they would reunite with their former bassist, Roger Waters, who left the band in 1985, for Live 8, a concert in London. This would be the first time the band actually played together as a quartet since the Wall Tour of 1981. We start this off with Roger. I think Dave was a bit surprised when the phone rang. <laughs> and it was me. But anyway, we sort of, you know, chatted for a few minutes and he said, well, I'll think about it. And he called me back about 24 hours later and, and said, all right, I'll do it. It's been an awful long time since we've all played together, so it's an interesting experience that I was, I was definitely looking forward to. The first day was very entertaining. Phil Lynott's mammy, a wonderful woman on the scene for many, many years and flying the flag for all things Philo. Well, she's gone a number of years now, four years gone, her anniversary this week. But I remember in 1949 when I was an unmarried mother and I brought him into the world and everybody spat at me because I was an unmarried mother and my baby was black and they treated me like I was a tramp. It was this week in 1995 that Alanis Morissette gave the world Jagged Little Pill. It went on to sell pretty well, actually. And the good news is that these songs, I can still stand by them, I can still perform them, and there is a timelessness for me. Do playing the songs now or even listening to them again, does it conjure up some of those same very intense emotions in you? It does. so much empathy and and understanding and more perspective on it now, especially as a mom. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. 
This Week in Music History, the podcast. A band who make a lot more than 27 quid in ticket sales this time around. But in 2003, the Arctic Monkeys made their live debut at a pub in Sheffield. As I say, 27 quid earned that night from ticket sales. Here's how they sounded. Everyone Another anniversary, this time gone in 2017. Anita Pallenberg, the actress and model and best known for being with the... Actually, that's not fair. That's not fair. She's an actress and model and just happened to be girlfriend of a lot of the Rolling Stones. Keith Richards, Brian Jones. Apparently there was an affair with Mick Jagger as well. She always denied it. And there they were. And then he says, you want to come and meet them? By then I already had my little stash of hashish that I used to carry around with me. So I offered them a joint. They says, you want to have a joint? No, 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 we can't. So the only one afterwards, after the show, was Brian. He says, yeah, I'll have some. I love this story from 1987 when 30 hired hands moved 800 rented hospital beds onto a beach in Devon so that Storm Turgeson could shoot the album cover for Pink Floyd's A Momentary Lapse of Reason. And then it rained. We were just about to shoot and it rained. And this is English rain. And an English rain is more like a grey event. So I had to cancel the shoot there and then undo all the beds, all 700 of them, carry them back up the cliff, put them back in the lorries. I remember the manager, the late Steve O'Rourke, said to me, did you shoot the shots? I said, no. He said, what? We've got schedule storm. Are you completely mad? Why? I said, well, I couldn't see the beds. He said, so? I tried to explain him that was the idea. Anyway, we did it two weeks later and it was fine. Another anniversary for you this week, this time 1994, when the composer Henry Mancini died at age 70. You know old Henry, he was responsible for this and an awful lot more. This Week in Music History, the podcast. In 1981 this week, Duran Duran gave the world their self-titled debut studio album. On it, the first single, Planet Earth. To 1996 and another anniversary this week. My God, we're full of them, aren't we? Ella Fitzgerald, one of the absolute vocal greats, passed away. Here's her boy to start this clip. My mother had God-given talent. She had to call me out on stage and we'd dance together. Ella had her own troubles. She found her own way to master suffering and make it something else. In 1972 this week, David Bowie gave us his fifth album, The Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Here's David describing how Ziggy came to be. Ziggy, I wanted wanted to define the archetype uh, Messiah rock star. That's all I wanted to do. And I used the trappings of kabuki theatre, mime technique, um, fringe New York music, Like, uh, my references were Velvet Underground, whatever. If you happen to be on the Italian Riviera and in Portofino this week in 2007, you might have noticed Rod Stewart. He was there to marry Penny Lancaster, who he's still with, actually. Isn't he? These people just happen to be walking by. Well, we're on holidays and we were walking past and saw all the commotion, so we thought we'd stop and have a sticky beak. Sticky beak, Australian for have a peek. 
In 2016, Meatloaf was down again, God bless him. He was rushed to hospital after collapsing on stage during a gig in Edmonton in Canada. This is from the television there. Meatloaf was taken to hospital in Edmonton, but his condition is still unknown. We know he collapsed on stage during his hit song, I Would Do Anything For Love, But I Won't Do That. And of course, tons of fans were taking videos at the time it happened, so it was all caught on camera. Now you can see Meatloaf is singing, but then he drops his microphone before falling to the floor. His backup singers and musicians rushing to his side to help, the music eventually stopping, and concert goers were asked to vacate the arena. And that is a look at this week in music history, looking at the week of June 12th until 16th. My name is Marty Miller. Thanks so much for checking out the podcast. You can read more, watch more as well. We always put up lots of videos to go with the words on nova.ie every single day. But until next week, for Marty Miller's This Week in Music History, have a great one. Zipping through a week in a matter of minutes. This Week in Music History, the podcast.